you know, you add it all together, we're recruiting more students, we're retaining more students, we're eliminating more balances and really helping from a revenue perspective. It's kind of, it's that win-win-win for everyone involved. Welcome to Focus, a podcast dedicated to the business of higher education. I'm your host, Heather Richmond, and we will be exploring the challenges and opportunities facing today's higher learning institutions. Today I chat with Derek Shai, Vice President of Business Development at GradGuard. We'll explore how tuition protection has helped build a better outcome for students, families, and higher education institutions, especially during the pandemic. Thanks, Derek, for joining us today. Well, Heather, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Wow, you know, GradGuard has sure been able to help a lot of TouchNet schools during this pandemic. We talked about our partnership last season on the show, but a lot has changed and a lot has happened. Can you give us a quick update? Yeah, absolutely, Heather. You know, who would have thought going into the pandemic and and throughout 2020, in in hindsight, it's funny because I like to say that 2020 ended up being the year of tuition insurance. You know, we're really, it's just been amazing. I mean, this has been a product and, and a solution that's been out there for a number of years, but it wasn't until the pandemic hit last year. And obviously the change in course of direction for both schools and families and students that really created this new level of interest and demand and desire for for these tools and solutions. And so 2020 just resulted in a year where the number of schools implementing this type of program and families needing this type of program just reached numbers that none of us could have even expected. You know, I think really what sets us apart is that we really look at this as this is not an insurance program at the end of the day. What we're really looking at are some benefits and solutions that are catered specifically to higher education. I come from a higher education background. I started my career at the campus level. And so last year when so many campuses were were struggling to find resources and tools, it was just extremely you know, pleasing to be a part of a team where knowing that what we do on a daily basis is catering something and meaningful benefits and solutions to the higher education community and to really be able to create through partnerships like TouchNet meaningful solutions that were able to help schools, especially last year, in providing new tools and solutions to that toolbox, if you will, that schools were looking to provide to families. It just completely changed the conversation for campuses and families alike. Uh, you know, what the impact of the pandemic and, and COVID, what it's really done is it has finally shown families that they've, you know, they've saved for years. They, they've pinched pennies to, to pay to get these kids into college. And it's suddenly making sense to them that there's also the need to protect that investment. And, uh, you know, what families, I think, learned, what we've all learned throughout the pandemic in 2020 going into 2021 is that the unexpected happens and we have to plan for that. Right. And so we've just seen more and more schools increasing usage of the program, more and more families than ever opting in because families and schools alike finally understand the benefits um, and the reasoning behind the program and why it's so important for families to consider this type of protection. Yeah, I mean, it really sounds like this, the whole perception has changed about what tuition insurance means or even, you know, um, protecting housing and when they're in the dorms for situations that are just like this. So how are colleges and universities going to market with tuition protection really as the statement now? And, and what has the response been? Yeah, good question, Heather, because absolutely there has been a shift in the conversation on campuses on what tuition protection is, how it can benefit the campuses 
there's certainly, you know, factors such as dollars and cents and the kind of day-to-day benefits of an insurance policy in this type of program. But really what has changed it for so many schools, again, going back to that toolbox, if you will, that schools are looking for and in terms of providing meaningful benefits and, and ways to increase confidence for these families as they're returning to school, more and more campuses now see offering a tuition insurance protection program as a way to almost proactively go out and be able to communicate to families, look, we know there's anxiety, we know there's concerns, we know there's added pressure about sending your 18 and 19 and 20 year old students back to campus this fall. We've done our due diligence, we've gotten in front of this, we've gone out, we've evaluated different programs, including tuition protection. And we now offer something in a voluntary way at a low cost price point, and it's a great way for you as a family to protect your investment if you do want that additional confidence, and and you know, and an easily an easy way to protect that investment should something go wrong. And so it's really become more of a proactive tool. I like to say almost from a public relations perspective, right? It's a great PR opportunity for a school to get out in front of these concerns. So for campuses who offer a tuition protection program, this has absolutely become a part of that conversation and and kind of the proactive communications that are going out to families about what the university and what the college campus has done to help prepare families for returning this fall. Yeah, I know you have some uh, some great stories, too, of, of folks who've actually benefited already from the protection insurance. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the exciting news for us is we've now we've surpassed 400 campuses that we work with nationwide. We're approaching the 1 million mark in terms of the numbers of students and families that we engage with and help protect on an annual basis. And so obviously there's countless stories and claims and situations in which both schools and families have benefited from the program. At the end of the day, I like to think, right, we're all here for the right reason as administrators. And I always say that collectively, whether it's Heather, you and your team at TouchNet or our folks here at CragGuard or the folks that we engage with on a campus, I say collectively, we're all here for the right reason, which is to help families and protect families. What we're really trying to do is be a trusted partner in those situations when students do need to leave withdraw, you know, withdraw and leave early and, and really complement the efforts by the campus to help assist these families. And so, you know, considering we are about to, to surpass that one million mark in terms of families that we protect on an annual basis. Uh, sure, there are countless stories and situations in which, you know, every day we see claims coming in and, and we see situations in which families who have purchased the policy are benefiting from the coverage. Our end result and our goal and underlying mission of the entire program is when a student needs to withdraw early and they have protection with Guard, our goal isn't just to pay off their balances there at the school or to reimburse the family for that out-of-pocket investment. The end goal is really to get that student back into a seat and closer to degree completion, right? That's why we're all here. We want to get these kids through school and, and graduated and onto a, onto a career. And so that's the underlying mission. You know, it's not to sell insurance policies. It's, it's not to create volume. It's not to just pay off balances. The end result of the entire program and, and our assurance that it's working well and working right is when we hear stories about students who come back to campus and ultimately complete that degree. And maybe they wouldn't have had they not had the coverage through grad card. So those are the days when we hear those stories that we know we're doing our job and it makes us feel more confident and, and proud of what we're doing. 
Absolutely. That's just incredible. And, you know, insurance as a term usually can seem very transactional in most cases. But, you know, this your program really sounds different. So can you explain how GradGuard reviews and determines the outcome of student claims? Yeah, it, it's funny you say that, Heather, because when I'm engaging with schools all the time, I love to say that I'm a student finance guy through and through. So many members of our team here at GradGuard come from a higher education background. So I really do think we're unique because we see this entire puzzle, if you will, and how we fit into it from a different perspective. We don't just see, you know, we don't just see it as selling insurance policies or providing insurance protection. We really do see it as being a part of the overall solution for these families. We're always going to be an advocate for families and students and always ensure that we're doing the right thing. We just had a situation come up recently where we were notified by a family. They contacted us and said, you know, we're concerned. We had a policy with GradGuard. Our student had to withdraw. Unfortunately, the claim was denied, and we're not quite sure why. You know, we're a little confused. We thought we had met all the requirements. Can someone help? Sure. Our team immediately jumped in. We got into the weeds. We did homework. We spoke to the family to get a better understanding of exactly what their situation was. We worked hand-in-hand with our underwriters, we went back and reviewed that claim. The uh, good news is, long story short, we were able to eventually pay out that claim. And so that family walked away feeling the benefit of the program and also seeing GradGuard as a partner, right? Not right. just an insurance company. Same for the campus. The campus where that student em- is enrolled at now sees and trusts and understands that GradGuard is really here to help complement those efforts by the university to get that student through and I really see it. We're, we're an extension of the customer service provided by any campus, right? We're Absolutely. really trying to help complement what that campus is trying to do to help these families. So, again, that's what I like to say. We're always going to do the right thing. We're always going to be an advocate for our families and, and do what we can to not make this just about insurance, but really make it about a, an overall student benefit that families feel confident in when they're purchasing and, and participating with Card Card. Absolutely. I mean, it's really part of the student experience, isn't it? <laughs> It absolutely is. It's a growing piece of the student experience. You know, uh, families, they, they, uh, they save, they, they pay. And so now more than ever, tuition insurance, tuition protection is also, it's that third component, which is now protecting their investment. So it's a lot. You know, these families struggle with a lot, especially when we talk about incoming freshmen or first generation families. They have a lot to, to deal with and think through when they're coming in is an incoming, you know, first first year student at any campus. Right. And so there's a lot to take on. And so tuition protection just gives them one less thing to worry about, right? When they opt in and they're participating and they have the guard guard protection, it, it just gives them that confidence that they don't have to worry about the financial component if and when something goes wrong. Yeah, it really just sounds like it's just changing the the whole family's outlook on the, you know, the future of education and their student being able to go to school and graduate. So can you talk about the students being able to return because of this help? I think that's really, like you said earlier, the key. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, I referenced the student and the family that we recently just engaged with. We have really exciting data. It's taken a couple of years to get there and really get our hands around the the numbers and the impact that we have on families and policyholders. But we now have really encouraging data here at Fragbar that shows that over Half of policyholders with GradGuard, um, you know, for those families who have a policy with us, the student unfortunately has to withdraw and they end up filing a claim. And, and it's, we consider that a successful claim and we pay out on that claim. 
over half of those students return back to the very same campus the very next term and are re-enrolled and continuing on with their education. And that, again, it goes back to the underlying mission of the entire program and our team here at GradGuard. It's not about selling policies. It's about getting these kids back in and closer to degree completion. And so to know that the program is working and we are helping protect these families and, and more importantly, getting these students right back in and continuing on, that's not just us selling. That's We now have the numbers to prove that that is happening. And so it really does change the entire um, really academic situation for these families that they're able to get back in and the financial burden that comes along with a potential withdrawal becomes a moot point mm-hmm. and they can just focus on getting well and healing and receiving counseling if it's on the mental health side, right. focusing on themselves and getting better. And when they're better, the financial component is not even a part of the equation because we've already resolved that on behalf of the family. That is wonderful. And that is especially now, right, with everything that's been going on. It's so, you know, critical to be able to get into that right state to be able to come and be successful and and finish, you know, school and be that that graduate that we all are looking for. And to me, you know, that is what working with higher education is all about, really learning from each other, looking for the best outcome for all, have it be the students, the families, the schools, um, those, those of us who are, who are helping them. So I think that's really great. Yep. It's, 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 it's exciting to be a part of the team where we're seeing every day, every week, just this growing level of confidence. In, in trust from institutions who may not have always believed in tuition protection or really understood the benefits. And right now we're just in an environment where schools are, are believing that they're seeing it. More exciting for us is when we're able to prove to a campus and help them see physically students coming back to campus as a result of our program. Right. And so it's just, it's an exciting time to be a part of the entire story, Heather. It really is. You know, Derek, we talked before, you talked about the three R's. I thought that was so key and really helped to to put into buckets, you know, really your program and how that benefits the schools. Can you talk about those? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's something that we engage with upfront as schools are evaluating grad guard and the programs that we offer. And again, going back back to my background and coming from higher education and coming from the bursar's office, our mission is not about selling policies. And we don't really look at this from a quantitative perspective. What we're really looking is more of a quality experience for, for both our institutions and our families. That quality experience, though, that's not accomplished through just selling policies, right? So what we really focus in on when we're engaging with a school and helping them evaluate whether a grad card program makes sense or not, it comes back to those three R's. And they're not really the three R's that we're all very aware of when it comes to education. It's really three new R's, recruitment, retention, and revenue. Okay. Recruitment, I'm seeing more and more schools who really utilize tuition protection programs up front as a recruitment tool. Interesting. I'm doing more... Yeah, it's it's really it's been exciting for me coming from the student finance world and as a former bursar to engage with admissions teams and recruiting teams on campus and really explain to them how a program like this can benefit them and the universities that they represent. You know as well as I do, Heather, a lot of times admissions recruiters, they're that first line of defense. When they're engaging with a new family, they're the ones who are hearing the stories and the obstacles and the issues that that family or that student has dealt with. And so for a campus that offers a tuition protection program, for that admissions team or that admissions counselor to be able to say, we hear you, 
we understand there's any list and a growing list of concerns that you as a family have to deal with and you know medical conditions and a growing concern in mental health conditions our university is proactive we we hear that and we try to be very ahead of the, these trends and so we've already done our due diligence and we offer something called tuition protection for these very reasons to help you as a family protect that investment and overcome any obstacles that you might face during your enrollment here at the school. So there's absolutely a recruitment perspective. I hear from schools often that, that, you know, they see this as a distinguishing factor from one campus to another. Schools will actually utilize the tuition protection program as a way to kind of sell their campus versus other schools nearby who may not offer a tuition protection program. Yeah, that has to really be a nice peace of mind for both students and parents during that kind of scary recruitment process to know that their, you know, their tuition investment will really be protected. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. It's, again, it goes back to that new level of confidence that families are looking for. Um, they want to know that the university has them at the forefront of the decision making. Again, that public relations PR perspective that so many campuses are looking for, especially right now during the pandemic. Right. It just allows, you know, it's another touch point when you're engaging with a new family, a potential student to say, we, we have your back, right? And we've gone out and we offer this program in a voluntary way. I always like to underline and, and bold that part of the statement, right, Heather, that yes. this is all voluntary. And, and it's, it's helpful and very important for campuses to communicate that to potential families, that this is a voluntary benefit right. for those families who, who feel like they need that added layer of confidence. It's not required of anyone. Uh, but strongly encouraged by many campuses that families at least investigate it and think about it as an option. Exactly. And then once you get through the hard part of actually recruiting the students, we really want them to stay, right? Yeah, that's right. So that's the second R. That's when we get into the retention environment, which again, you know, we've we've hit on and, and talked about a little bit, and I alluded to that retention piece, which is so important. But the underlying kind of proof in the pudding, if you will, that the program is working, that we help retain these students so that if and when they do have to withdraw and maybe take a leave of absence from the campus and get better or seek out counseling or heal, that the program works in terms of taking care of that financial burden incurred by the family. And we're seeing those students come right back to their same campuses and re-enroll and get back into classes, ultimately getting closer to degree completion. So... There's that recruitment piece. To your point, Heather, let's get them in the door. But then the second important piece is now we need to keep them. And the tuition protection program specifically can help keep these students engaged with your campus and ensure that they come back, that they're excited to come back, and and they don't have to worry about that financial component when they're ready to come back to school, which is often the case. You know, a lot of students and families, when they do have to leave, they're excited to come back. They're, They're healed. They're ready to go. And unfortunately, the student finance folks on campus have to be the bearer of bad news and say, we hear you. We know you're trying to, you know, register and get right. back. And we we hear the excitement in your voice. However, you owe us $5,000 is an example from that medical withdrawal. That suddenly deflates that level of excitement, right, when you have to deal with that financial burden. And so if the program is working, 
we're paying off those balances. We're ensuring that those students are coming right back. So we really are, at the end of the day, able to help those retention numbers for a campus that participates with us. Yeah, I think the most interesting thing was just the high percentage of those who come back to the that same campus. And it, to me, that all kind of comes back to that student experience and goes back to, hey, you thought of me ahead of time to make sure in the recruitment process that I was able to be protected. I did have to take advantage of that. So, of course, I'm going to come back to the place that took care of me and gave me a good student experience. That's exactly right. And that's where we're trying to fit into that overall toolkit and list of resources that a campus can provide to a family. Any number of solutions. This just fits well into that model and to that toolkit. Again, to your point, students and families want to know when they're investing in a university or a college campus that that campus is invested in them. And so when a campus provides tuition protection as part of that overall resource kit, it does exemplify that the school is really putting families first and giving them meaningful options that these families can consider. And so then that leads us to the third R. That's right. Revenue, which is always important, right? Again, coming from the Bursar's office and the student finance side, I certainly see things from a revenue perspective. You know, before the pandemic had even hit, through engaging with campuses nationwide and any number of surveys that are out there and, and really important data points, we already knew that medical withdrawals were on the increase. You know, students, especially when we look at mental health conditions, anxiety and depression, when we look at this subset of, of young adult folks, right, 18 to 22 years old, there's certainly, there already was a growing concern about mental health conditions. And then on the flip side, and what that results in is a growing number of, of medical withdrawals on campus. The more students that are withdrawing early and creating balances and, and amounts due to a university or to a college campus, um, that ultimately, you know, that results in receivables and right. write-offs. And that starts to impact the revenue for that school. And so for campuses who, who do have a tuition protection program in place, and we're ultimately absolving or resolving those balances, if you will, at the campus, um, we really do in, in the long term help from a revenue perspective at that school because it ultimately reduces the amount that you're having to write off or send to right. collection agencies. You know, when GradGuard is able to pay that balance on behalf of the family, uh, you've removed, again, that financial component, the financial concern, and for the school, the financial, um, you know, obligation by that family and so it, it really does help from a retention standpoint, a revenue standpoint, right? Recruiting, you're getting more students in. We're helping yeah. keep those students there. And if and when they do have to leave, we're also helping take care of the financial and the revenue component of that as well. Yeah, that's really interesting, like you said. And you don't want to talk about that sometimes. And But at the end of the day, um, they have to make money. Schools have to, you know, get back what they, you know, were due. And, and, and a lot of times you don't want to send a student to collections, obviously, from the experience and don't want to start off uh, on the bad foot in life. But more importantly... When they do that, then the institution just gets a very small percentage back of, of what was actually collected. So being able to do that all up front through, you know, revenue protection is just makes sense. Yeah, it does. And, and Heather, you know, the trend is, I think if you go back five, 10 years ago or more, campuses did their best to put students first in terms of, you know, giving refunds and giving 100% refunds when students had to leave for unfortunate situations. But when you look at a growing number of students who were leaving for those reasons, it just became uh, it became a huge issue for a number of campuses. Right. And so even, you know, an important data point is if you just go back five, six years ago, you know, about 25 percent. So one in four campuses in the country provided a 100 percent refund. 
when students left for a medical reason. They were doing the right thing. That is right. a great customer service approach to be able to give your families their money back when something happens. However, with that growing trend where more and more students were leaving because of these reasons, so many campuses just weren't able to, to continue to do that. And so even the latest survey that came out, that number has shrunk from one in four down to only 6% of wow. campuses in the country. Yeah, I mean, that's selling, you know, for only 6% of all campuses in the, in the country to be able to afford to be able to give 100% refund when a medical withdrawal comes up. I think that's telling. It just means that schools financially can no longer support that, right. which is hard for a lot of schools. You know, you try to find that balance as a campus where we want to do right for our families and we, we want to put families first. But at the end of the day, it's a business. You know, campuses are a business Absolutely. and there's a, there's a bottom line. Yeah. And so we're able to help, again, recoup those funds and, and prevent those write-offs and, and receivables. So uh, it's really exciting when we see growing numbers of families participating on a campus and then the end result, that financial piece for the campus where we just hear, you know, declining balances and declining amounts that are needing to be sent off to collections, et cetera. So, you know, you add it all together, we're recruiting more students, we're retaining more students, we're eliminating more balances and really helping from a revenue perspective. It's kind of, it's that win, win, win for everyone involved. You know, it really is. And that's why I, you know, really appreciate our partnership and, you know, the, both of us taking the approach to helping to, you know, solve these issues and, you know, offering solutions that are beneficial uh, for the growth of higher education and, and really to students being able to graduate and, and making sure that really educating the students and the families and keeping them informed. And especially last year with all the refunds going out the door and wanting to understand how does that work and having to withdraw, it was really key to be able to have this. And and to me, that's what's so important about our integration and work together, that it makes it really easy to understand that this option is even available. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right, Heather, the, the partnership that we have with TouchNet in the ease of not only implementation, but also the ease of the user experience in terms of helping educate families about the program. It's just created new levels of participation and interest from our shared campuses. You know, when we went back and surveyed schools a few years ago before we even went into the partnership and we asked them, you know, most of us as consumers are very familiar with a concept like travel insurance. We understand how it works. Um, but you don't typically just go out and buy travel insurance to have travel insurance. You <laughs> typically buy your travel insurance in conjunction with another purchase. Right. You know, when you're on your airline's website or you're booking that cruise and they're giving you the ability to add on trip protection, that's typically when you opt in and buy that kind of specialty insurance or when you're buying a sporting event ticket or a concert ticket. And so when we surveyed schools a number of years ago, do you think that buying tuition protection should be as easy as that same kind of consumer experience like travel insurance? 85% of institutions said, yep, we agree. We think it should be easy for families to right. be able to investigate this kind of protection and opt in and purchase it if they want. And so having that kind of data as we engage with you and the TouchNet team to understand that, look, schools want this. They want this to be an easy solution voluntary. I'm always going to come back to that word, right? That's a key word that you and I both understand. It is, it is. That's been there since day one as we, you know, engaged with TouchNet and really talked about how can we create a meaningful benefit for both schools and their students. 
It was to create a way to, one, educate students and families about the financial risks associated with their investment there at the school if and when something goes wrong. That was really the first goal, right? Our relationship is not just about, Heather, how can we partner with you to sell tuition insurance policies through the TouchNet platform? That was not the conversation, right? That would have got us nowhere. (laughs) It was really more about how do we partner together using your experience and your expertise in, in the payment world with Bradguard experience and expertise in student protection? How do we join forces to really create a meaningful solution for students and parents? And as we all know now, it, it really resulted in a two-step process, which is one, which is the more important piece of all this, which is creating an educated consumer. Right. Students and parents now more than ever, you know, institutions have to consider and really look at their students and families as consumers. They're paying customers at a campus. And so it behooves all of us involved to educate those students and parents about their investment and what that looks like in terms of when something goes wrong, what's that going to look like and what are the financial implications? And so through partnering with you and then our shared partners to really help get policies and disclosures out in front of families, And then on the back end, pairing that with the ability to add on tuition protection. So again, kind of going back to that travel insurance model, right? Where you make it easy, you make it affordable, and and they can opt in and purchase that at the same time that they're making a payment or looking at that bill or statement from the university. It just makes complete sense for families. And and we've made it as easy as possible for them to be able to do their due diligence, do their homework, and then opt in and purchase it, right? If they do feel like it applies to their individual financial investment at the campus. Yeah, it's really interesting. Even our phased approach working together was really the first phase being part of the payment flow with the consent manager and and really just bringing that awareness to the table of like, hey, are you aware there is something called tuition protection and this is the information about it? And then taking that next step of then, like you said, being part of that payment flow that says, Yes, this makes sense to me. I want to go ahead and do it. So even just seeing the the increase in adoption from from like you said, being very disconnected to being part of, hey, here's awareness, but then you had to click out still and do go a different path for uh, accepting it to then truly it being all part of the unified streamlined process, it just makes a lot of sense. It, it makes complete sense, and it really has removed and you know removed the. Uh, kind of stigma that schools might have had going into the discussions, thinking that this was just about selling tuition insurance. Right. You know, once we can have a meaningful conversation with them and really show them that consent manager piece and how that's presented first before we even get to the idea of talking tuition protection, that using that consent manager to educate their families about the refund policies and withdrawal policies and what their calendars look like, that's the component that so many schools are interested in and quite frankly love. Um, I just had a campus yesterday who we engaged with who they only not only did they love it for the refunded disclosure process, but by the time we ended the call, they had already thought of maybe three or four other things that they could use through your consent manager. So it yeah, it's a great function. And it really is the the larger piece of the overall puzzle that we're trying to create here, um, which just allows families to really do their homework and, and make an informed decision of whether or not this kind of program makes sense for them. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Derek, for all your insights and sharing how tuition protection has really benefited a lot of students. Well, well, thank you, Heather. You know, I'm just one of many here at Craigard. I represent an entire team, a number of of folks who engage directly with your team on a daily basis there at TouchNet. So 
I can't express to you the level of excitement and just, uh, you know, enjoyment and satisfaction that we have not only with the partnership and working with your team, but, you know, the conversations that we have on a daily basis with our shared campuses and partners. And it's just completely changed the entire environment. So thank you for having me today. We always appreciate the opportunity to highlight the partnership and look forward to, to what's around the corner and what's about to come and, and how we uh, share this partnership through the end of 2021 and from here on out. I do too. I look forward to our continued partnership serving students and really shaping the future of higher education. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Focus. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date on the business of higher education. For more information, check us out at touchnet.com.